stand for our call to worship this morning? Shout to the Lord your praises. Sing to the Lord the glory of this day. For God's might and power are established in our hearts. So this morning is going to be a little special for Christmas Day. Uh, we are going to be spending some time singing some of our favorite Christmas hymns and also hearing a little bit of the stories behind them. So I'm going to make you stand for this one because I'm just going to make you stand up when we start singing anyway. Uh, but our first hymn this morning is Angels from the Realm of, of Glory. Uh, and it's actually one of my favorite Christmas hymns, if not my favorite. And the story uh, goes something like this. So James Montgomery is the one who authored the hymn. Uh, and he was born to missionary parents. And when he was six years old, his parents actually left him at a boarding school uh, in England while they went to the mission field. And he didn't know it at the time, but that would be the last time he ever saw his parents as they would pass while he was in, or while they were in the West Indies. And because of his suffering and his upbringing, James grew up with a passion for justice. And he would later become a journalist, uh, writing stories about the abolition of slavery, uh, the poor treatment of boy chimney sweeps in England, and the need for education. Uh, for children in England, and Montgomery is remembered as a fervent supporter of also missions, uh, and it's these two marks, missions and justice, that actually make sense of the hymn that we're about to sing, and I want to read this line uh, from the hymn. Sinners wrung with true repentance, doomed for guilt to endless pains, justice now revokes your sentence, mercy calls you, break your chains. So there's an urgency and a hope that when the gospel finally breaks through, it's good news that it can't be contained and it changes everything it touches. And so let's sing this morning, Angels from the Realms of Glory. Let's pray and 
confess our sins before God who came to seek us. Let's pray together. We come to you this morning in light of a promise fulfilled. In the light and life, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. We confess that dark places remain. Places of envy, worry, suspicion. Shine upon our shadows, we pray. May the life of Jesus who died inspire us. May the hope of the resurrection empower us. May we linger in the humble glory of Bethlehem, forgiven and fulfilled. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it through our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we have a beautiful crowd here this morning, and among us are children of all ages, and that was our intent. No nursery today, no children's worship, because we wanted children to be part of the Christmas celebration. So if you are a child or a parent of a young child, I would love for you to come forward so we can share this moment together. is great. Y'all come on up and have a seat. Well, I want to talk a minute about the Christmas carol, The First Noel. Does anyone know what Noel means? That's kind of a different word, isn't it? Even though we sing that at Christmas. Well, when I looked it up, there were two different meanings I found for Noel. It can mean Christmas. It can also mean birthday. Maybe it means Christmas birthday. Who does that make you think of? Jesus. Yes, Will Hardy. It makes me think of Jesus, too, because he had a Christmas birthday. Absolutely. And when God sent the good news of Jesus' birth to his very special agents, the angels, right, Eli? Who did he tell them to tell the good news to first? Do you remember? Who are these guys? The shepherds. the shepherds. That's right. Well, boys and girls, that would have been very strange during that time because the shepherds had the lowliest, dirtiest, smelliest job of all. In fact, they had the night shift. They didn't work during the day. They had to spend the night out in the cold, dark fields watching over their sheep. And what do you think they thought when they saw that angel in the sky? They were afraid. This little book, okay, this book that I have says the shepherds were in the fields, had such a surprise. It was quiet and dark and the sheep were snoozing. Then whoosh! An angel popped into the sky. Now the sky was bright and the shepherds were so, so scared. But the angel had a very special message for them. She said, don't be afraid. I have wonderful good news for you. The angel said, God's chosen king has been born tonight. He's going to rescue his people just as God promised. He will be the rescuing king then lots and lots of other excited angels joined the celebration. 
So that's the story of the first Noel. The news came first from God to the angels, then to the shepherds, because God trusted the shepherds to believe the news they heard and to tell everyone around them. And guess what? God wants us to tell the good news too. Can you do that today? Can you tell somebody the good news of Christmas? All right, let's do that. Okay, you may go back to your seats, and we're going to sing the first Noel. Thanks for joining me.
Please be seated. All right, parents, just be at ease. All right, I know. They, they get up and move around. If they come up here and they want to come sit on our laps, we'll be very happy about that. Good morning. Welcome to worship here at First Presbyterian Church. I'm amazed at the turnout. Maybe it helped that we said, come as you are. I was very happy that my jacket wasn't very wrinkled this morning after waking up this morning. But uh, welcome to worship here at First Presbyterian Church where we seek to, to uh, live and love like Jesus as we worship and grow and serve. If you are visiting with us this morning and you just wandered in on Christmas, uh, Christmas Day, please uh, take a minute to fill out one of the Connect cards and pass it uh, to, uh, into one of the offering places it goes by. A couple of announcements. First, Red Wagons were full last night. Thank you for participating in that. It was... Uh, baking ingredients, birthday cake ingredients for kids who otherwise wouldn't have a, uh, a birthday cake. It may be hard for some of us to believe, but there are people in our community, uh, all over our community, whose parents just don't, can't afford that extra to, uh, to bake a birthday cake for their, their birthday. And so they can go to the food bank now, and they can get ingredients that you brought. Uh, we had several wagons just loaded up with these ingredients. That's going to be a new tradition for us, so maybe put that on your mental radar, that uh, before, the, before the Christmas Eve services every year, we're going to load up those wagons and uh, have the food bank ready for anybody who wants to come there and get those ingredients for a birthday cake. Would you uh, continue with us in prayer for these, uh, these friends, Ed Titus, who uh, broke his shoulder, recovering at home for Dennis Lee at home, uh, for Whitney Marshall after the death of her father for Debbie Quinton after the death of her sister. And uh, congratulations to Leighton and Kristen Harvey uh, after the birth of a son, Wyatt Brooks, on December 15th. Grateful grandparents, Margaret and Randy Harvey. Well, it's good for us to be together. And uh, man, it's so festive in here. <laughs> I love it. Makes me think of uh, one of our Christmases when our kids were about three years old. Yes, this is, my kids are in the room. This is a story about you. You'll be okay. So uh, I spent months putting together this dollhouse with little teeny cedar shake shingles, you know, on every little nook on that. And, you know, in the morning I was so excited to see, I, I won't tell you who it was. It was our daughter, though. It was uh, <laughs> Won't tell, tell you who it was by name, you know. But I was so excited about this, and she saw that. And, and along with that, Santa had brought some Tic Tacs in the, uh, you know, the stocking. And when we went to church, everybody was asking her, you know, what'd you get for Christmas? And she said, Tic Tacs. <laughs> so that's the gratitude of simple gifts, of small things. With that in mind, let's continue to worship our Lord through His tithe in our offerings.
Lord, we remember this morning how much we have to be grateful for, and it's hard to be grateful and grumpy at the same time. So, Lord, help us to live in that place of gratitude, to uh, be anxious for nothing, but with all things, offer our prayers before you with gratitude in our hearts that the peace of Christ may guard our hearts in Christ Jesus, in whose name we pray, amen. Please be seated. Well, I keep waiting for Dr. Quinn to play improvisation on divine, uh, divinum mysterium, but I can't pronounce it, and I guess maybe he can't play it.
centuries before. The original version of those songs on the baseboard patented was written in France about 400 years ago. You probably heard Ben Crosby sing in the last. Adeste Fidelis, Leto Triumphantes, Venite, Venite in Bethlehem. You can kind of feel it as I'm saying, my silvery voice, his silvery voice, and it's sort of starts to blend together for you. The English version dates back to the early 70s. The invitation to come, all you faithful, to Bethlehem, places the sinner both among the shepherds who left to see the Christ child, and in a long procession of the faithful that has journeyed to Bethlehem ever since. Over the centuries, key figures have added other Latin verses of, of this uh, favorite hymn, including one that's based on the Nicene Creed. True God of true God, light from light eternal. Here's Here's the creed part of it. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternal, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made. Another notable verse puts us right in the manger, in the manger. One close reader of the text notes that there's no comma after sinner. Child for us sinners and in the manger. Us sinners, poor and in the manger. Thing we embraced him with our love. Who would not love thee, loving us so dearly? Who would not love thee, loving us so dearly? But it's a rare thing this morning. It's a rare thing to have Christmas on Christmas morning to be able to sing the final verse of O Come All You Faithful. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this day. Let's stand together and sing it. Come on, sing
Please be seated. Robert Louis Stevenson, famous author. Many of you should be familiar with him. Also wrote prayers. Here's one for Christmas. Let's pray together. Loving Father, help us to remember the birth of Jesus, that we may share in the song of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds, and the worship of the wise men. Close the door of hate and open the door of love all over the world. Let kindness come with every gift and good desires with every greeting. And this Christmas, dear Lord, light a flame of longing and desire that can be satisfied in Christ alone. Shine on us, Lord God. Reflect the light of hope upon all who live in the shadows. May we never underestimate the power of our touch to ones who spend their days in loneliness. May we not discount any simple act that speaks to the questions of war and poverty and pain. Deliver us from evil by the blessing which Christ brings and teach us to be merry with clear hearts. May the Christmas morning make us happy to be thy children and Christmas evening bring us to our beds with grateful thoughts, forgiving and forgiven for Jesus' sake, in whose name we pray and who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I want you to think for a second about the most impactful and most important Christmas songs ever written. You have Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Silent Night, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. <laughs> what I don't know is that if Go Tell It on a Mountain would necessarily make your list, but I want you to think about this for a second because Go Tell It on the Mountain is actually probably one of the most important Christmas songs ever that has been released in American music. And that's because this famous hymn, and you know it, it's this famous hymn about Christ, you know, let's go tell it on a mountain that Christ is born. Let's make sure that everyone knows about Jesus being born. Uh, but this song was not known uh, in America for a long time because this is an African-American spiritual. And back during um, the days of slavery, uh, African-American spirituals were really ever known to slave communities. They weren't known to white audiences. They were passed along on the plantations. There was no record of them. There was no sheet music. There was absolutely nothing except this oral tradition of singing these hymns back and forth. Uh, but that all changed uh, when a band director uh, named John Wesley Work, he was a band director at Fisk University, he set out on this mission to collect, not just Go Tell It On A Mountain, but a lot of African-American spirituals that we know today. And he went to collect them and actually write them down in sheet music. And so in the 19th century, he had a university singing group, the singing group from Fisk. They were called the Fisk Jubilee Singers. And what they would do is they would go town to town and they would raise money for their university. And in doing so, they would hold a concert and they would sing 
some of these African-American spirituals. And this was for the first time many white audiences' introduction to the richness of these songs, these meaningful lyrics. And so while Go Tellin' on a Mountain is about going on a mountain and sharing that Jesus has been born for all to hear, in some ways this song has a double meaning. And that this song, along with others by work that he had collected, was declaring to the United States for the first time the richness and the beauty of African-American spirituals. So I think it is one of the most impactful Christmas songs uh, written in American music. So let's join in singing this morning as you stand and sing, Go Tell It on a Mountain. I don't think we've ever sung that in here, but y'all sang it like you knew it. Maybe we should sing that more often. From, uh, from the Gospel of John, John chapter 1, 1 through 18. Hear God's word this morning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He, he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were not born, not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, 
This was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. May God bless us through this, his holy word. This morning, we want to invite you to come forward as families. And uh, your pastors would just like to pray with you. It is not uh, a requirement. You can stay right there. You can pray together as a family. You can just pray on your own. You can just uh, watch others and pray for them as they come forward. But we invite you just to bring one word, anything about the new year, anything about this past year, anything that you're dealing with, anything that you're celebrating, highs or lows. Just bring a word, and, uh, and we will pray for you. Dr. Quinn is going to play uh, you know, quietly behind us, so uh, you all can just be at ease and in your pews as others come forward. So we invite you to come.